Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back. This is episode number 77, and you're in for a treat today. Man, I've got a lot of good stuff coming at you. I'm going to try to keep this intro as short as possible because this episode is a little bit longer than usual, but I promise you it will be worth your time. So here's the deal. If I had to guess, there are some of you that are absolutely convinced that you cannot lose weight if you eat carbs. There are some of you that are convinced that in order to lose weight, you have to fast. You know, that's the only way you've been able to drop a few pounds is doing intermittent fasting and, you know, only eating a certain number of hours per day or maybe even fasting a whole day, whatever the case is. And I'm here to tell you that is just not true. And today, I'm not only going to be the one to tell you, you're going to hear Tammy's story. Tammy is just an absolutely amazing lady. And when I met her, she was not only doing keto, so she was eating no carbs, but she was also intermittent fasting. She was eating zero carbs and fasting two times per week, 24 hours per time. So she, there was two days per week that she wouldn't eat at all. And then when she was eating, she was eating zero carbs. Man, that sounds like a bunch of fun, doesn't it? <laughs> and, and here's the worst part. She wasn't even losing weight doing it. Oh, terrible, right? And she, she, she was convinced. She's like, I've screwed up my metabolism. There's just no way I can lose weight. And then she lost weight. <laughs> so how did it happen? What did she do? That's all in today's interview. So let's run that interview now. All right, everyone. I'd like to welcome Tammy to the podcast today. So, Tammy, just let's start off and you just tell us uh, basically your story, kind of who you are and, and what your health and weight loss journey has been like. And, uh, you know, just take it. It's the, the stage is yours. Well, thank you, Corey. And thank you for having me here today. I'm really honored to be your guest. Well, I am 48 years old. Uh, I can say that for a couple more weeks because I have a birthday next month and I'm going to be 49. Oh, and, early um, happy birthday. Thank you. But weight has always been an issue for me. I mean, I can remember feeling chubby when I was in elementary school. Um, and I can remember being bullied in school because of my weight. Uh, I feel like I kind of thinned down a little bit probably in my high school years. My mom um, would refer to me as pleasantly plump. Mm -hmm. That's a good Southern term probably for that. But um, it never really was out of hand too much until I um, had kids. And then the weight really just started packing on and I started the um, the yo-yo dieting cycle, I guess, if you will. Um, I've tried numerous things in the past to lose weight. Uh, probably a lot of things that were not very healthy for me. Uh, I did the weight loss supplements and herbs. I don't even know how you pronounce it, but I took that Mahwang and mm -hmm. Hedra. Yep. Uh -huh. um, uh -huh. Took that, um, did the meal replacement shakes, SlimFast, Herbalife, low-fat diet, counting calories, logging meals into my cell phone, 
is the prescription diet pills, the B12 shots, and then um, probably the most recent thing that I tried before I found your group was uh, the keto and the intermittent fasting. And that all came about um, when my hubby went for his annual physical. Uh, his doctor told him that he had crossed the borderline. He'd kind of been borderline there with his sugar levels, but he was an official diabetic. And so um, thankfully, he didn't just automatically put him on medicine. I'm really glad that he didn't do that. Um, but he did hand him a, a keto sheet of a list of keto foods and foods that were not keto and he brought it home and we were like, we're going to do this together. So we, we did keto and um, for about eight months hmm. and I actually added the intermittent fasting. He never, he never went along with that too much. He wasn't, he wasn't game for that, but. He he wasn't uh, he wasn't eager to starve himself for two thirds no, of the day. <laughs> no, 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 no. He he wasn't having any part of that. That's well, probably all the different things that I've tried. Well, that is uh, man, that is that is quite a list. And if I had to guess from you mentioning the Mao Wong, the ephedra, and caffeine, that uh, those were the popular diet pills like back in the early mid '90s. I remember that because that's when I was com- started competing in bodybuilding. So, would you say that this this struggle and, and, and kind of fighting with your weight has gone on for, I mean, if that's when it started, what, 30-ish years now? Yes. Yeah, for sure. I have to ask, I'm kind of going a little off script here, but I have to ask, like during that 20 to 25 year time frame, were there times when you were like just completely discouraged and dejected and like, man, I'm never going to lose this weight? Or did you always kind of stay upbeat and just think, okay, what, what do I have to do? Oh yeah, I've been I've been way discouraged. And I mean during that time I have lost and gained significant amount of weight. Um I mean I've probably lost 80 90 pounds and gained it back at least twice. Would you say that when you lost and gained that weight that you were th- like looking back now would you say that the method you were using to lose the weight was something kind of extreme? Oh yeah. Yeah. And like yeah, looking, looking, sure. looking back now, would you be like, golly, Tammy, that was so not sustainable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I would say that. <laughs> yeah. But you know that the thing is like, that's, that's like the, the catch 22 of weight loss, right? Because people so want to lose weight and my heart breaks for them because they're willing to do just about anything to get the weight off but that very desire and passion and fire to lose the weight is the same thing that sabotages them because they'll like, like you did, they'll do anything they have to, to lose 60, 70, 80 pounds, whatever. But doing anything you have to is not what will keep the results long-term because you just burn yourself out and, and you know, you went for something totally unsustainable and unrealistic in the long term. So but that is the story of so many people, right? I'm sure you know other people that have had that same experience. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you, you mentioned a few things in there I've just got to touch on real quick. Uh, I know doctors, look, guys, I have lots of friends who are doctors. I have clients who are doctors. I love doctors, and they are doing the best they can with what they have to work with. But it blows my mind how doctors are handing out like keto pamphlets and keto 
you know, uh, packets of information as a solution to people when they're diabetic. Listen, everyone out there, my friends, you do not have to go keto to get rid of diabetes. You do not have to go full-blown keto to get your diabetes under control. Now, yes, if it's an extreme case and your diabetes is completely wildly out of control, then maybe it calls for a more extreme solution. But for the vast majority of people, you don't have to do that. It's not necessary. It's an extreme solution, but man, doctors are just handing it out and it, and it blows my mind. The other thing I wanted to mention, uh, Tammy, from what you talked about is how you, your husband, was diagnosed diabetic and you were like, well, okay, we're going to do this together. You know, Oh my gosh, that's so powerful for anyone out there listening. Anytime I see a couple take on this process together. Oh my gosh, the chances of success skyrocket. It's just, it's amazing. But here's the thing. Don't fall for this idea that you, that your spouse has to do it with you. You can do it without your spouse. Absolutely. But man, if you can get your spouse on board, even, even just to a small degree, it'll, just shoot your chances of success through the roof. So, okay. Sorry, Tammy, I get fired up when I hear all that good <laughs> stuff you share. So let's move forward. So when you look back and we kind of maybe, you know, hit on this a little bit already, but when you look back kind of at the old Tammy, if you will, what would you say was your kind of your biggest hurdle or challenge in the past? Like the thing that just, you couldn't get in control that just drove you crazy. Well, it's exactly what we've just been talking about. Just finding something that was sustainable that I could do and keep the weight off. I mean, I could, I could do these crazy things. Sometimes I did them for a long time because I feel like I've, I've got pretty good willpower or good mental strength, I guess. When, I mean, when I, when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, <laughs> but I would do it. And then it would just, I would just hit a wall and I'm like, uh, I can't do it anymore. I quit. <laughs> you know that all or nothing we talk about? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we talk about that just a little bit in the group, don't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Well, that, that's me. So, um, yeah, just, just finding something that was sustainable. And I kind of thought a little bit about each thing I did and the negative, the negative consequences of it, like the low-fat diet. That was the first thing I did that I lost a significant amount of weight. And I lost it pretty quick. But within no time, I had gallstones and my mm. hair was falling out and my complexion was awful. Oh, God, bless your heart. <laughs> so that was just a nightmare. You know, all those diet pills and the, the herbs make you feel like you're on edge and just going to blow up at any minute. At least that's how it made me feel. Made me feel. And um, counting the calories and logging the meals. Oh, I mean, when you have an app on your phone and it goes off and everybody at work's like, would you turn that off and drink your water? <laughs> 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 you know, it just, it gets, it gets exhausting. Yes. And um, that the keto diet, you know, there's no way I could go the rest of my life and not eat carbs. I love carbs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I want to, uh, maybe we can do this. We'll, we'll put this out there right now to all the podcast listeners. If you do not love carbs, I want you to send me a message. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, Tammy, I think it's every human being on the face of the planet loves carbs. We are literally wired like it's in our genetics to like carbohydrates because that's our primary fuel source. And to think that we can t like, not only is it wired into our genes, just look at like the aspect of being a social human, like active with other people. 
the idea that we can totally eliminate carbohydrates from our diet and that's going to be the solution for us, it's absurd. I mean, you have your own genetics working against you, just being a human being, and then every single thing social, like weddings, nope no carb. I mean, you're not, right. you're not going to be able to eat anything. <laughs> no wedding so, cake. <laughs> no, no wedding cake. No, forget the wedding cake. No bread, no rice, no potatoes, no, you know, no anything like right. so, social outings, you know, going out with friends to dinner, whatever you can forget it. But yet so many people, and I think what they fall for in that, and you can tell me if this is, I mean, obviously the doctor recommended it to you guys, but I think a lot of people have this idea that, okay, I'll do this. I'll launch into it. I'll give it my all. I'll lose my weight and then I'll be finished. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of, was that your mindset back in the day? Well, I'll tell you, by the time I came along with keto, I knew that I had to find something that I could do long, long term. So that mm. really was not my thought process. And mm. for a while I thought, you know, I can do this. I, I can do this. I found um, monk fruit to replace my sugar, you know, and, mm cauliflower rice I could doctor it up and I thought oh this is okay this is good <laughs> I can do it <laughs> and then with the um the intermittent fasting schedule I have to tell you a little bit about this schedule that um that I that I was doing I, I made it through like three different cycles there was um it was a schedule recommended by somebody I was following on Facebook she's a lady about the same age as I am and she talks about how older women with their hormonal issues and how the fasting is beneficial and so forth. Mm -hmm. But it was like three days of eating in a 12 hour window and then two days of a 16 hour fast and eating in an eight hour window and then two 24 hour fasts. And I mm. did that, like I said, through like two or three cycles. And that's when I hit rock bottom. That's when I was like, if this is what I have to do. To be thin, I don't want to be thin. <laughs> <laughs> that goes goes back to one of my my favorite things that a, a client said to me one time. They said, "This was before we started working together." They said, "You know what? I'd I'd rather be fat and happy than skinny and miserable." <laughs> right. <laughs> when and you the, get to that point. Yeah, and the sad part is, is I mean, for a lot of the general public out there that are trying to lose weight and want to lose weight there are so many crappy, terrible solutions, so many things that will make you miserable that that's a reasonable conclusion to come to. It's like, well, okay, losing weight makes me miserable. So you know what? I'm just going to be, as that person told me, fat and happy. And it's, who it's a, it's a tough place to be, right? Yes, it is. And uh, that's where I was when I found you. <laughs> well let's 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 get to that part i'm honored that you uh that you found me and that you uh drank the kool-aid so to speak because i know i ask you to do a lot of things that are totally counterintuitive and like probably just flew in the face of everything you had read and heard i remember some of our early discussions because you were coming fresh off of keto and fresh off of uh of intermittent fasting and you were like wait you want me to eat do i have to eat breakfast you know it was, it <laughs> right. was like this total mindset shift so uh, remind me, when, when did you become part of my inner circle? Um, it was right at the end of June. Okay. Yeah. So, so a few months, uh, let's see, June, July. So yeah, about four or five months now. And what was it that made you decide to join? Well, it was, it was hitting rock bottom with that intermittent fast and just realizing that that was not something that, that I could keep doing. And um, I had read so many different books, you know, like on fasting, like Dr. Fung, and I forget who, who wrote the book that Eat, Fast, Eat, 
but mm. I was like, none of the experts agree on anything. Like I couldn't <laughs> figure out what to do because every book I read said to do something different. Mm. And I was just, I was like, well, if they don't know what I'm supposed to do. How in the world am I supposed to know what I'm supposed to do? So I, I just Googled, um, I was like, I need to find somebody local and I need to find somebody that I can be accountable to and that I can trust. And so I think I Googled nutritionist near Athens, Georgia or something like that. And I stumbled across your page and I read it and I saw your experience and I saw real life and I saw sustainable. <laughs> and <laughs> then I went on your Facebook page and I'm like, this guy knows a lot of the same people I know. He must be all right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's how I found you. And I, I sent you a message and you answered me back very quickly. And we went back a couple times and um, I was like, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to do this. And you know what the irony is, is that I'm happy you searched for somebody local because that brought you to me. But the irony is, is we've, exactly. been, working, we've been working <laughs> together four or five months and we've never met. We've, nope. ne <laughs> we've never seen each other, you know, and you, you obviously know, cause you're in the group. There's people in the group from Australia and the, you know, the UK and Canada and all over the United States. And um, it's just, I think one of the biggest misconceptions that people have and is that they do want someone local or they want, you know, a trainer, they want someone in person or whatever the case is when in reality, and I think you can attest to this after your four or five months. That's, that's really, I mean, I, I understand people's, you know, reasoning that that's what they need or that's what they want, but really what you need is to be taught the right way to do this. Right. <laughs> Regardless if it's from someone in, you know, halfway around the world or, you know, 10 minutes down the street, you just, it, it's got to be the, uh, like you said, a real life sustainable process. So um, what has, what would you say your experience has been like since you've been in the inner circle with all the crazy counterintuitive stuff I've had you doing? Well, it's, it's been a godsend. I mean, it really has. I mean, I, I can't, I tell people every day how excited I am about this program because I mean, I get to eat breakfast. I get to eat carbs. I get to go out and eat. I get to eat dessert. I mean, I'm enjoying what I'm doing and yet I'm still getting results. That's, that's pretty cool stuff, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very cool. Um, I, it's just, it's been so, it's been so great. I love the Facebook page. I love the support group. It's, it's so good to be on the same journey that so many other people are on, you know, I mean, we're all at different levels or different parts of the journey, but we're all headed in the same direction and the support is just so amazing. We've got some really great people in the group and I've really loved that. Well, you, my dear, are one of those really amazing people in the group. And I want to just turn around and like shine the light right back on you, Tammy, because guys, Tammy has gotten incredible results and incredible success because not, I mean, I like, sure. I like to think my program's great. I love what I do. I love helping people, but Tammy did a few things that was so key. She, I joked earlier that she drank the Kool-Aid, but she did. She, she basically bought in and went, okay, I'm going to trust this guy. It's so different from anything I've done before, but I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to do it. And I even told her at the beginning, look, if you've been doing keto and intermittent fasting, as you transition into this program, you might even, you might even gain a little bit of weight at the very beginning, but just trust me, trust me. Like we want it to be sustainable. We want you to be 
able to do this, not for six weeks or for two months, but for, you know, for your life. Like, I want this to be the last weight loss program you ever use. And so she was like, okay, okay. And then she, man, every week she's consistent. She checks in and she just takes small step after small step after small step. And that has allowed her to eat breakfast and eat desserts and go out to eat and still get results. And so I was just blown away when I weighed saw that the scale had dropped like that because I, I was really at the point where I felt like I didn't know what was going to take for me to lose weight. So let's, let's take stock here, everyone. Tammy, you and I, let's take stock and everyone listening. Tammy was doing keto. She was eating zero carbohydrates. And then she was doing, she was doing 24 hour fast. How many times per week, Tammy? Twice. Twice per week. She would go an entire 24 hours and not eat at all. And not eat at all. It's such a joy to be around. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing how that works, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When we we starve ourselves, we start like thinking about eating other people's fingers and biting their head off and all kinds of stuff. So Tammy went straight from that. She went straight from starving herself for 24 hours a day, twice a week and eating zero carbohydrates straight from that to what she said earlier, eating breakfast, even occasionally having some dessert. Don't get me wrong, guys. Tammy's not telling you this and I'm not telling you this. She's not eating dessert every day. She's not going to bed on ice cream every night. That's not the case. But as you can hopefully hear in her voice, she's having fun with this process. It's actually enjoyable. She's eating breakfast. She's eating dessert from time to time. And she, as I said earlier, she drank the Kool-Aid. She stopped weighing herself all the time. And so she just took the steps and she had no idea like, golly, am I even going to lose weight? I'm sure Tammy in the back of your head, you probably thought there's no way I'm eating way more food than I should. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Oh, I love it. I love it, man. I could go on and on and on about this. You are just, um, this like the, the experience that you've had and the, like what you came from and what you're doing now, it just lights me up and makes my day. So, um, I'm going to ask kind of three questions and you can pick your favorite question or do kind of some combination answer of all three, but either what's your favorite part of the program or what surprised you most? Like once you, you know, started taking the steps and implementing things or what's been the biggest like aha game changer realization for you as you've moved through. Uh, I guess kind of to go back and repeat what we were talking about, what has surprised me the most is how it does work. I mean, when I first started, my attitude was, okay, I'm going to do this, but I can tell you right now that this is not going to work for me. I mean, that was the mindset I had. I was like, there is no way I'm going to eat breakfast, eat lunch, eat supper, you know, have these honor roll meals. And I, cause I really thought my metabolism was shot. That's what I thought. Mm. And I thought this this is just not gonna gonna work. And I'm gonna try to quote you on something, and I'm probably gonna slaughter it. Go for it. But you said you said something in one of your modules about if you just do the steps and leave the weight loss to me. Is it something something similar yeah. to that that you said? Heck yeah. And, and I thought that's so that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do what he's telling me to do. And when I don't lose weight, we'll let him figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. If, if every person would just take that approach, if every person like, that's what I, you're exactly right, Tammy. I don't, I can't re- remember my exact words either, but it's basically true. Look, turn your brain off, just take the steps. And if it doesn't work, it's my fault and we'll figure it out. That's, that's the whole, 
concept of the group, right? Like you see what we do in the group, you know, the way we move through the process. And there's, it, whenever someone's not losing weight, I've done a, entire podcast episodes about this before. There's only three potential reasons. It's got either got to do with ac their activity or lack of activity, something going on with their food, what they're eating or not eating or drinking or not drinking. And then the last thing is a medical situation. And for very, very, very few people, I'd say two or 3% maybe of the whole population is a legit medical reason. So for the other 97 or 98% of us, it's either got something to do with food or activity. So as someone moves through the program, if they're not losing weight, we will figure out why <laughs> and we'll, and, and it'll happen. But 90 whatever percent of the time when someone does like you and they're like, okay, I'm just going to listen to this crazy guy and just take these steps. It works. People step on the scales and they're like, holy crap, I've actually lost weight. This blows my mind, you know? Yep. So, oh man, I, I love that. I'm, I'm so happy that you, <laughs> that you, even though you were convinced it wouldn't work, that you just committed to taking those steps. <laughs> I will go on to say that the, another thing um, that we haven't talked about as far as the biggest game changer is I've realized the importance of renewing my mind every day. Mm. That positive self-talk has been so helpful for me because I've realized that I've got a lot of mental work that I need to do too. Um, my inner bully is not kind to me. When I, when I stepped on the scales and I saw that I lost 10 pounds, I was so excited. And I mean, it wasn't even five seconds. And that voice was saying, oh, great, you've lost 10 pounds. Look at how much you've got to lose. Mm. And I, and I, but I recognized it and I was like, that is not nice. <laughs> you know, I would, I would not say that to anybody else. Why, why am I saying that to myself or why am I allowing that to be said to me? So, yeah. um, I, I just, I think that's been a huge game changer for me is just realizing that I've got to talk back to that voice mm -hmm. and um, just, just daily renewing your mind. Amen. Oh my gosh. Like that is, you know, if, if there, I mean, I think you would agree from, I mean, if there's a secret sauce to, to the group and to what I teach and what we do, I mean, of course, maybe the, the heart of it is just to take the steps, just move forward, just, you know, just, you know, go, go through and take action. But I mean, right on the heels of that, just as important as the whole concept, like you said, of renewing your mind and just realizing, as I say all the time, if you want to change your body, you've got to change your brain, you know, to, to change your body, you got to change your brain first. You got to renew your mind. And Tammy, how fantastic, like how amazing that you caught that, that, you know, you, that you didn't beat yourself up the rest of the day. Think about it. What, how bizarre that you lose 10 pounds, you know, doing all the stuff we talked about earlier, eating breakfast and enjoying the process. You lose 10 pounds and that bully in your brain instantly wanted to not go to a positive because the bully never, guys, look, the bully in our brain never celebrates our victories, no matter big or small, but the bully always points out something negative and they always emphasize the shortcomings and the mess ups and all that stuff. And it's exactly what happened with Tammy. She just had an incredible experience and the bully was already trying to twist it into something negative. But how amazing Tammy that you caught it so quick. Yeah. I mean, after months of not being able to lose weight and I was down 10 pounds and that was what I was hearing, you know, I mean, it just, it blew my mind. Yeah. And, and so I, it could go a bunch of different ways. It could go either the bully saying, Oh my gosh, but you've still got so much more to lose. So what? 10 pounds. Another thing the bully would say in that situation is, 
oh, great, you lost 10 pounds. Well, you're going to gain it back like you always do. <laughs> you know, or, or another thing the bully would say is, oh, well, you lost 10 pounds. Well, you know what? Like, you're not going to lose any more because, you know, this is too easy. Like, that's, that's another lie that the bully will tell uh-huh. us is that, oh, unless it's hard, it won't work and it doesn't count, which is the exact crap that gets you in that lose and gain and lose and regain cycle in the first place. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I could, whew, I could go on and on. So let's, let's, let's bring it home here, Tammy. Um, looking back, like if you were still out there, if you were listening to the podcast or if you were still doing keto and reading about fasting or whatever, what would you want to say to the old version of yourself? Like what's the number one thing that you would want the old version of yourself and other people that are in your same shoes or are in the shoes that you were in? What's the number one thing you'd want them and yourself to know? That you do not have to be perfect to lose weight. Mm. You don't have to go to those extremes. You know, you don't have to be miserable. You can enjoy the process and I am enjoying the process. Um, I, I feel like perfection is the enemy and um, just, just consistency. Consistency is all it takes. You, this is another thing that you share that has really resonated with me. It's like the big pile of rocks. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you go out and you see this big pile of rocks and it's all you see on one side and you've got to move them, well, you can focus on the big pile of rocks or you can just focus on moving one or two a day. And then before you know it, you've got to move to the other side. And I mean, got that, I can't, my, my husband will tell me sometimes if I'm saying something, he's like, just move rocks, honey, just move <laughs> rocks. <laughs> so I didn't so that, mean that, to... That's our new little saying in our household now, thanks to you, just just move rocks. <laughs> oh my God, I'm, I'm honored, but I hope I didn't give your husband fuel to... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> but that's, that's a perfect analogy you can focus on the huge pile of rocks and get sad about how many rocks there are and how long it's going to take. And, Oh, it's going to be so tiring. And, Oh, and then you'll never move the first rock or you'll move two or three, or you'll try to do it all in a day and wear yourself out and break your back or whatever. Or you can just say, you know what? I'm just going to, like you said, I'm just going to move a couple of rocks each day. And then before you know it, three months has passed and the pile that you've built is almost as big or bigger than the pile that you, that you had on the other side, you know? Right. Yeah, man. Man, that's incredible. Tammy, this has been amazing. I cannot thank you enough for your time. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm confident that um, there are people that needed to hear exactly what you shared today. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, Corey. I really appreciate it. All right, my friends, that is a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this incredible episode. I hope you enjoyed hearing Tammy's story. Oh my gosh. It's, uh, it's inspiring to me. And I, I, I had the privilege of being a part of her story and it's still inspiring to me. As you guys know, I always love hearing from you. If you ever want to know more about joining Tammy and becoming part of my inner circle coaching group, just shoot me a message on Instagram. I'm Corey Little Coach. or on Facebook where I'm Corey Little Coaching. And never hesitate to just shoot me a message in general. I always love hearing from you guys. So let's wrap it up like we always do. Don't ever forget that there's more to you in your body than what you weigh. You are so much more than a number on the scales. And also don't ever forget this, that the process of losing weight should be sustainable and enjoyable. And if it's not, you need to quit whatever you're doing and find something different. Even if it's not me, I don't care. Just 
find something that is sustainable and enjoyable. Otherwise, your results will be here today and gone tomorrow. And losing weight, it's great. I love it. You love it. We all love it. But it's really all about gaining life and living the life that you've always wanted to. That's it, guys. Thank you so much for your time today. Much love. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.